Cryptozoology is, by its very nature, elusive. Thus, we cannot say that we are exactly bringing you the facts. But we will do our best to help you see these mythical legends as we do. So sit back, relax, and wait. What's that behind you? <laughs> Never mind. Enjoy the show! Hello and welcome to another episode of Cryptids on Cryptids, a folklore podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Martin. And I'm your host, Sid. And um, so I've got on the document Melonheads. Melonheads. Is that so... just a real big insult? Just like, ah, you fucking melonhead. I mean, I guess I did mess up and it should be melonheads two words instead of melonheads one word. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> uh, I think uh, the document decided that we were going to be using melonheads derogatory instead of melonheads uh, informational. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's always derogatory. That's the thing. I mean, I hope not. Because these guys, they're not... Okay. They're mean, yes, but I feel like they have a reason to be. Well, see, my theory with them so far mm-hmm. is all I know is they got a head shaped like a melon. And the only thing I know about getting a head shaped like a melon is from watching Tom and Jerry. And then, like, Jerry would just eat a whole block of cheese or a melon or just anything. And then his head would just become that shape. So you're saying cartoon physics, these guys just decided they were going to have a Yeah, they all just swallowed a watermelon whole. They got stuck like that. I can't imagine that would be like a pleasant experience. I mean, unhinging your jaw and swallowing a a watermelon whole would be... I'm considering cartoon physics in this and saying like, if I physically could swallow a watermelon whole, I don't think I would, simply because the taste of the rind would be terrible. Just so bad. Well, I mean, like... You know, you get a little sugar on there. Like, on the, the outside tastes, like, if you don't bite into it, when you bite into the rind, that's when the bad taste happens. If you just lick it, it's like plastic. I get a little sugar don't on really there. enjoy the taste of plastic. It's like flavorless, is what I mean. It's like... You've eaten plastic? Hang on. No, we gotta come back to this. Like, you lick it when you lick it, right? So you're not biting into this thing, so that's the point, is you don't have to worry about biting and getting a bad taste. I've licked metal, but I haven't licked plastic. Why haven't you licked plastic, Sid? It's never been on my to-do list, I guess. Alright. I guess it never just made it up there. As a child, you were never like, oh, this is is like a thing. It's plastic fruit. My my mom got me the human equivalent of a chew toy i think they're called teethers uh Are and they she would plastic? basically just they're rubber okay so they, they're like a rubber compound and she would just throw those at me to prevent me from chewing my way out of things well see i'm not talking about chewing it because if you chew like plastic or you chew like you know rubber you get the bad taste 
But if you just oh, like lick wait. it. I think I have licked plastic because I've chewed on a mechanical pencil. So just like lick, just take a mechanical pencil and just lick it right now. Tastes like right nothing. Now? Yeah, it tastes like nothing. This is the point Are I'm trying to be... prove: is the watermelon no, rind would taste like nothing if you were just swallowing it whole. I physically have to lick one of my pencils now. Give me a second. Give me one second. I'm gonna grab a pen. Uh, is it okay if it's pen, not a pencil? As long as it's plastic. Pencil. I think this is plastic. Am I licking this on our podcast? Yeah, is do this it. What we're just doing? do it. Okay, fine. I'm proving a point. It doesn't. Oh my god, it doesn't taste like anything. Exactly, that's what I'm saying, is you have to bite into it to get the bad taste. So if you just took a watermelon rind, it doesn't matter if it bite, if you when you bite into it, it does taste bad. That's a fact. But if you that's just swallow the watermelon whole to become a melon head, like Tom or Jerry, or any other cool cartoon fellow, um, you wouldn't taste it. So We are five minutes into the podcast and we've been debating the semantics of eating a melon head well yeah this is how you become a melon head is you just swallow it whole right actually okay see if it see so. the reason i know that's the truth is sid you wouldn't let me go on a five minute rant about <laughs> swallowing a melon whole <laughs> no okay without I it being correct right okay it's not right correct okay but okay i'm hurt follow me through so these guys are from about three different locations so melon heads come from uh specifically american folklore they're not necessarily they're kind of a weird it's a weird cross between like a cryptid and a folklore as far as people say they've seen it i love so when it's you technically just are a cryptid. folklore <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> oh i botched that is folklore is folklore. Our folklore. Our folklore. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I don't know. Time's not real. <laughs> English is made up. All languages are made English up. English is made up. All language is simply just a concept that we invented in order to ease communication. And I'm failing. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. they're from folklore. Uh, specifically from American folklore in Connecticut, Ohio, and that state up north, Michigan. Uh... Yeah. The description of these guys is pretty steady in the fact that they are they are contextual they're, like they're described as the same no matter where you find them as just small humanoids with just a massive noggin. Now, can I ask is it like does it look like a melon? Like does it have like yeah. the green kind of look of like a watermelon or does it have the kind of a little bit porous of like uh like a regular melon? Or a cantaloupe? Uh, okay, so... Or is it smooth? Y yes and no. Oh? Yes and no. So... Is it just a head that's shaped like a melon? Because I got news for you, Sid. Every head is shaped like a melon. Okay, I'm gonna need... <laughs> so, we're... I'm gonna give a quick, quick, quick gross warning before I get into exactly what happened here oh? with these guys. So basically, there are different folklore depending on where these guys are from. So in Michigan, they have one sort of story. In Ohio, they have another story. And in Connecticut, it's a third. So we're going to go through, I think, by place. So does, talk about do they look different bit. in each place? No, they look the same. Okay, so I'm st I was still trying to grasp, like, how do does it just look like a human head, but just bigger? 
Yes. Okay. Just See, like I, that's what I was trying to head. ask you, and then you just kind of like breezed on by it. <laughs> okay. No, I think I missed uh missed missed that bit because I guess I'm about to explain. There. Okay, so they're a melon head, but there is a medically like there's a medical reason why there is an actual why condition the, that would make you look like this. That. So, pretty much. There's a different story for each place on how this happened, but there is oh, a condition how it, called okay. how it happened because they all look the same, but then each place has a different, like, this is why they are, they have this condition. Okay. So pretty much there is a condition called hydrocephalus, hydrocephalus. It's when you get syphilis in a lake. No. <laughs> okay. Benjamin Franklin had it. Did he really? He had syphilis. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a big guy. Why do you know that on command? Why don't you know it? He went to a bunch of sex parties. Huh. Yep. I'm here to talk about cryptids and ruin the founding fathers for you. Next up, Thomas Jefferson. Next up. He was oh, a dick. No. I mean, he was, but. <laughs> so the condition is called hydrocephalus, which basically is you get spinal fluid inside your brain and it causes rapid head growth to accommodate the pressure. So. Man, I. This is. Really, really want. Sorry. I really wanted no. to go on a rant about Thomas Jefferson. Go. Did you know that he had his bed put. It's like it's like in a hallway between his office and like the bedroom, quote unquote. And he would I did always know about that. Yeah, he would always get in from his office side, and his uh, wife would get in from the other side. And so his bed was just in this fucking weird hallway, like some kind of lunatic. I could never imagine living like that. Yeah, absurd. It's so weird. Why, dude? Like, I, why not just, you know, leave the hallway a hallway and then walk there? I mean, I guess <laughs> like, part of part of me looks at Thomas Jefferson as the recluse that he was in the fact that he built a weird-ass mansion so he didn't have to talk to people. I mean... And he just lived there all the time. So it makes sense that he would do weird shit. All, like, all the people your... back then were weird. That's just facts. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's a reason Lin-Manuel Miranda made a musical about Hamilton, and that's because he was the most normal. And that guy, like, was still a freak. <laughs> the fact that you called Hamilton a freak on our Griffin's podcast, <laughs> I think, is, is, a good, is a good way to start. Yeah. Is a good way to start my day. Is a cool way to start my Sunday. Uh, yep. Oh dear. I mean, I can't argue with you because I don't. He like had an affair point, and I knew then a published whole bunch. a paper about it. Why the fuck? He did do that. I don't know. Why? No one would have known if he didn't do it, and then he just decided to do it. I mean, people would have found out eventually, but like. I mean, everyone finds about out about everything eventually, but like. That's pretty much the equivalent of doxing yourself on social media. Yeah. In olden times. He was like, in like maybe a couple of years, they'll find out that I did this terrible thing, so I'm just going to fucking live stream it. 
Good God. Yeah. Good God. Good God. I don't if think. He he I feel like. If he could have, he would have. Feral. A lot of them. Yeah. Anyway. Feral, awful. Bunch bad. of freaks. Anyway, tell me about these melon heads. So. I don't even think I mentioned this. Uh, we talked about that these guys have the. Or are said to be children with hydrocephalus, which is why they have a tiny stature and a large head. Not syphilis. But cephalus. Cephalus. Different things. Yes. Uh, I think it's pronounced hydrocephalus anyway. Yeah, that's... The, with a, yep. Yeah, it looks to be that way. Uh, but we didn't mention that these guys... I don't think I've mentioned that these guys are actively hostile. So, like... Bellinheads? Sometimes... Or the founding fathers? Yeah, both. <laughs> uh... <laughs> both yeah it's fair it's fair and true the melon heads are actively hostile like they will go to attack you they will hide around their place of origin and attack people if they get too close they literally just wake up and immediately choose violence regardless of situation you know relatable <laughs> just woke up chose violence okay so tell me why so it depends on the area so okay. we're gonna start with michigan and work our way down yeah start with the worst and and with Connecticut. And with Connecticut. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we're going to start with Michigan. So these guys are said to reside around a place called Felt Mansion, uh, although they have been seen in the surrounding Ottawa County. So they're rumored to be the children with hydrocephalus uh, who lived at a nearby insane asylum. And so after Lit. the children had endured uh, a combination of physical and emotional abuse sort of at the hands of the asylum, they were diagnosed feral, which I did not know you could do, uh, and just simply released into the forest around the asylum. That's uh, like the asylum didn't have any more money to take care of these kids. So they were like, well, <laughs> you're feral. Go live in the woods. <laughs> That's pretty much what happened is they just like imagine leaving your kid there and like coming back and they're just like yep we let him free in the woods he's living his best like, life and it's like probably not he's a child yeah because it's it's sort of implied that they became sort of crazed after enduring trauma and then just went wild and so they just couldn't handle him and set him free uh, but the historical society of the area sort of is insistent that there was never and has never been an asylum there, but that there was a prison. Uh, so, so that's not comforting. Yeah. Um, but the tales are largely like kept alive as teenagers sort of explore the abandoned area around the felt mansion. Because I guess I don't know if it's abandoned now, but it was abandoned at some point, I think that uh yeah it might have been there are like bot or something i don't know yeah there's like two different versions of it so the first one was that uh the asylum was the thing and the second one was that the children lived in the mansion mm. right and then retreated to like a cave system or apparently there's like an abandoned zoo nearby <laughs> if we can just take a second to talk about this in like <laughs> What is pretty much like a five mile radius. You have a possible insane asylum that the historical society asserts never existed. Uh, a prison. A mansion. And a zoo. And a zoo? I mean, yeah. An abandoned zoo. It really sounds so, like if you want to know the story of the Michigan melon heads, 
just watch X-Men 2 and pretend they got melons in their heads. I was going to say, like, this sounds like straight up somebody <laughs> took every Scooby-Doo setting and just mashed it together and was like, this is the town that we live in now. Who's to say it's not just Scooby-Doo? It really does it really sound does. like it. Because it's literally like they lived in the mansion, retreated to a cave system nearby, which I don't know if you've watched Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, but there's like there's a, a whole lot of cave caves. system plot line in that. And so... This mansion, like, derivative of the legend, say that the, there was a doctor who owned that mansion, and that- Did he own the caves? I- Sorry, I irrelevant so. question. <laughs> I, I don't know. But that the doctor was the one who had, like, given the children this condition. Oh. Uh, and they planned to kill him, like, escape from him. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so- it said that the children had no place to hide the body after they were apparently successful in this endeavor. So oh, they nice. cut it up into tiny pieces and just scattered it around the mansion like a horcrux. Uh, <laughs> in case you so, reformed the fuck? I guess because the teenagers who go and like investigate the mansion say they see ghosts of the children and shadows of the doctor's murder through light coming from open doors. Whack. There's literally a movie about it. It's a 2011 film. It's called The Melon Heads. Uh, oh, well, I know what I'm doing with my evening. Oh my god. Like, I can't imagine watching that movie because it's such a trip of different places that these kids got to. And also, it does imply that the Melon Heads have committed a murder. Yes, at least one. Like, in, like straight up. You just, did say they wake up every day and choose violence. So they do, and they continue to do so in every location they exist. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, the Michigan one is just bonkers because there's so many just things that happened. Like, imagine being like, oh, I have to escape this mansion because I'm being held hostage. Where will I go to escape? Oh, there's a convenient abandoned nearby zoo. Like, I'm wondering how abandoned. I don't know. It's at least within walking distance because if a kid could get there. Yeah. Like. Shoot. I'm assuming it's pretty abandoned. Yeah. I mean. I don't think if it wasn't abandoned, kids could just get in there. You know? I mean, yeah, I think so. I think the whole thing is that like. It. Originally, I don't think it's like a zoo as in we both grew up near areas that have really, really nice zoos. I think it's more like along the lines of a petting type zoo, like a very, very standard zoo where it's not necessarily like wildlife conservation, but it like a like an 80s version of the zoo where like, look, we put a tiger in a box. Like, I think it's that kind oh, of setup. okay. Yeah, I don't think it's like a massive sprawling outdoor complex. I think it's like, here's a couple... It's uh, like here's, here's a couple cages. One has a tiger, and uh, one here's has... a cool box we painted to look like a forest. It's got a bear in it. Yeah, and that bear could be dead. Could be really, really. Uh... I actually think it would be super entertaining to go to a zoo that had like hologram animals. You know? Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be cool? I mean, it would like it's... for me. Very much. Like, one of the things, whenever I go to a zoo, I see the animals, and I'm like, I really want to pet it. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that would alleviate some of that stress for me. And also, I feel like it would be a cool, cool cool opportunity to, like, get people closer to animals without having to worry about getting them bit. I guess, because, like, you could program a hologram with, like, tiger-like behavior or, like, lion-like behavior. I feel like we've reached that point technologically where that's not too far of a jump. Yeah. I mean, I feel like making the algorithm for behavioral stuff would be pretty easy, but I don't know that hologram tech... Hologram tech quite isn't that far isn't yet, but the algorithm yet. is pretty doable, I yeah. think. If they can have holographic Hatsumiku have a cool concert, I want a holographic lion. <laughs> Yeah, did they bring back like Michael Jackson or something? Some <laughs> there like, have been insane holographic concerts. Yeah, it's yeah disturbing. It's yeah, kind of I, it's kind of I feel like people holograms make me uncomfy. Yes. Yeah. that's two steps away from like ghosts, sci-fi's. Two steps. That away would from be ghosts. such a cool cool haunted house opportunity though is holographic ghosts yeah like you don't have to worry about uh as somebody who has been physically removed from a haunted house multiple times yeah it removes the 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 the, uh strain on the actors (laughs) yeah and you could have them in more comfortable areas where they're farther away from the human population sid can i ask you a question you may how many actors did you punch just two. So that's more than and I have. <laughs> it wasn't... Okay, one of them I did not punch. It was technically a suplex. Uh, it was a hit, Sid. And the hit is bad. It was, it was a suplex. Uh, and the other one I did not punch. I kicked them on accident. Because they were fucking... grabbing at my ankles. And I needed their hand off my foot. <laughs> and I did not know. Going fucking Wrestlemania on them. Holy shit. I panicked. I it's I think I've told the story on the podcast. It was that uh they ran at me and I didn't know what to do, and so I just stood to the side and put out my arm. And Yeah, that's a clothesline, Sid. That's not a suplex. A suplex no, is you jack you grab their neck and you fucking Oh yeah, that's what a no, suplex is. No, I did is. not do that. I clotheslined them then. Yes, you clotheslined them. I stepped to the side and put my arm out because I didn't know what to do. Okay, that's uh, see that. <laughs> that's more on them than I feel like on me. No, you still <laughs> took direct action, but it's not quite as violent as a suplex. A suplex no. is like they're running towards you and you run towards them, and then as you're going by them, you grab their neck and pull them down. That's oh, what a no, suplex would have been. No, I clotheslined them. <laughs> I was leaving and panicking because I felt so bad after this happened because the only reason they ran into me in the first place was I was standing next to my friend and I pushed my friend out of the way and then as I pushed them out of the way, my arm was in the space they were aiming for and they ran into my arm at full speed. And they hit it and went down. And so I went, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And they got up and like coughed and waved me off. And my friend told me, I think you just suplexed that dude. And I was so panicked that we just left. You know, that's kind of like... That's fair. Because like, it's not... I did not take exact direct action and my intention was never to hurt. I just... I tend to be in places I should not be in 
a lot of the times. Like, people will go for things, and I don't read their body movements well enough, so I end up being in the space they're aiming for, and then I just get hit. Mm-hmm. Or they get hit, or something happens. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, I think we've talked, we definitely talked about this on the podcast, but, like, if you, kn- yeah. if you know your response to fight or flight is to fight, don't go don't. to haunted houses. <laughs> I don't, don't do go that. to haunted houses. I don't. Do not. I went. I've only been to two haunted houses, and bad things have happened both times. And so now I don't go anymore. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. No, not a good thing. I think I did. I don't know if you're. I'm sure you're familiar with this. Uh, Halloween weekends, at Lake Cedar Point. Uh yeah. Have you been to those? No. Uh, basically. This is the only reason I think I was able to do it. I went to one Halloween weekend and they have like actors just sort of roaming around in areas called spook zones. So basically, if you're in the spook zone, you are fair game to be jump scared. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have these like light up necklaces that you can buy that just say, please don't scare me on them. And so I'm pretty sure they're designed for children. That, uh, it's prime target. But I bought light. one. <laughs> oh, you bought one. I, I bought one because uh, I was like, this is not going to go well. I didn't know it was a Halloween weekend. Uh, I was just like looking to have fun with friends, but I guess it was. So I was noticing that like all these people in costumes were starting to come out. And I just had the, oh shit, I don't want to have what happened in the haunted houses happen just in this open space. So I bought one of the please don't scare me necklaces and... I think one of the actors, I guess, was on break and came up to me and was like, hey, is there like a reason you're wearing that? Because they are designed for children. And I was like, yeah, it's for everyone else's safety. (laughs) I was like, I am very, very bad with uh, responses. And I tend to like panic and I don't want anybody to get hurt. So I'm wearing this because I'm twitchy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't watch horror movies either because of that. I don't, I don't handle I don't jump watch scares well. Horror movies because horror movies are bad. That's also valid. I mean, some horror movies are good, eh, like less than most. I don't. I've never really seen. I think I've seen one horror movie, and it was The Conjuring, and I fell asleep midway through. Yeah, which tends to be my response to movies. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's yeah. Horror movies are just yeah. they're super predictable not, in a way that's not interesting, and I don't like them. Don't at me. You know, what was a really good movie though that I'm not sure it's a horror movie, but it's more of a mystery. Uh, sure, hit me. Clue. You know like, what? That's a comedy. <laughs> Clue's a good movie. Clue's a comedy. <laughs> it was put in the horror section of Netflix, which is why I mention it. That's dumb. It's a comedy. It's so good. <laughs> Because, like, it was on Netflix, I think, for, like, a while, and I watched it with a friend of mine on Halloween, and I laughed so hard I cried. It was so good. Yeah, it's... Clue is one of the best movies. If you haven't seen Clue, go watch Clue. Anyway, what the fuck were we talking about? Melonheads (laughs) and their Ohio legends. Okay, I... Yeah, we finished the Michigan part. We finished Michigan. The kids chopped up the guy and they left him all over the place. Uh, go explore that mansion if you have the free time. Um, Don't actually. I think it's illegal. Send me a postcard from the zoo. Uh, hmm. Yeah. 
So for the Ohio version, again, we have another doctor. Uh, but this time he's in the Cleveland suburb of Kirtland. So okay. the local legend is that the melon heads were orphans under like the care of a mysterious person known as a Dr. Crow spelled various ways or Dr. Melonhead, which is very, very funny to imagine your name being <laughs> Dr. Melonhead. I like the idea that he was like, well, I've got a melon head and all these kids have a melon head. So let me try to figure this out. I mean, yeah. Like, are they but his kids or? They are orphans that he adopted, had watch over. Instructions unclear. This man got a hold of orphans. <laughs> and <laughs> I hate the way you said that. I hate that. He just like, got a hold of them. I don't like it doesn't it's completely unclear. This is implied to be like ages ago. He made and so he made orphans. Oh god. <laughs> For a second you said he made him and I was like they're orphans and then <laughs> You were like, he made them into orphans, which is awful. Yeah. I mean, uh, we were going to vilify him anyway, right? So, like, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the extra that. mile. Uh, so, he's, the whole thing is, this Dr. Crow was said to perform unusual experiments on the kids uh, who develop, who then, like, developed into these melon heads with the large hairless heads and sort of, like, undernourished Oh, they're hairless. Bodies. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they don't have any hair. Okay. Uh, I was so imagining them the with, like, a very, very small bowl cut on the top of the melon. No. I think that'd <laughs> that be really funny. That is a very funny image. <laughs> I think that'd be really funny. Uh, so, they they don't have hair. Some of them do, some of them don't. Uh, but it's basically saying, like, the accounts are that the children already had uh, hydrocephalus and that crow just injected more fluid into their brains to make their heads bigger uh but the I legend feel like continues. it is important that they're children right because they got that malleable mm -hmm. skull yeah it is it is always children because they are small with large heads and so then the legend takes a bit of a turn okay uh so it's said that the children killed crow burned the orphanage uh fled to the surrounding forest and now supposedly feed on babies why um, babies? I don't know. It doesn't, it's never clear or explained. It's just said that they do that. And that you can see them along Wisner Road in Kirtland and Chardon Township. <laughs> Chardon. I don't know why, it's just funny. Chardon. <laughs> Sorry. Look. Yeah. It's very... Like, these guys are very... There's never, like, an explanation on how the escalation happened. It's just escalation and then nothing. Uh, What's well, escalation the, and then they eat babies, Sid? I mean... I don't I don't understand where the eating babies comes from, but... I mean, maybe, it's, you know, some dude with a large head ate a baby once. And they were like, he's a melon head. I guess. I mean, I imagine he'd have to be tiny, though, because melon heads usually aren't bigger than, like... Three to four feet tall. And that's with a head that's like, you know. That's with the a noggin. Foot and that's a half, with the noggin. You know, big noggin. So yeah, that includes. They're very tiny lat. Helmet room. Yeah, they're not big. <laughs> wow, okay. Maybe no, I need you to. 
Yeah. They do look like hot air balloon people. Well, hold on a second. <laughs> yeah. Now that you mentioned balloons. Yeah? I've got a theory. Hit me with your theory. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me with your theory. Here's a bird with a balloon on his head. Looks like a man eats a baby. I... Hmm. Hmm. Look, hmm. if we look at the, like, size ratio here, you know, like... Foot, foot and a half for the head. Two feet for the body. I, I mean, it's pretty... It's like a little bit... A large bird, but... Could be a bird. I... The, I'm pretty sure these are children. I'm like at least 98% sure these are children. Yeah, I mean, children could look like birds, Sid. I... What child do you know looks like a bird? <laughs> what child do you know that looks like a bird? Uh, bird children? Bird children. Bird children aren't people children. Like eggs? Eggs. Yep. No. Same no. vibe as melons. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. None of that. We're not doing this. Outside of egg tastes like melon, go look an egg. I'm not going to go lick an egg. <laughs> I draw the line at leaking an egg. I'd have to get up out of this chair. <laughs> I mean, you know, Sid, I... Maybe they're a weird type of bird where the eggs move around. It's a new type of bird. And the melon heads are just the, the babies. I... We're not gonna... I'm not gonna... No. Those are no. eggs. The melon no. heads are eggs. No. For bigger, cooler, powerful birds. Bigger, cooler, powerful birds. Yes, Ed. Maybe. I... I don't... I don't... I don't even have words. <laughs> <laughs> Bigger, cooler, powerful birds. I think you just described live birth. <laughs> like, <laughs> an egg with legs is just a baby. No, because it's That's born as an egg, baby. and then it just becomes, you know, it grows Are legs. you saying the egg just falls away, and they just turn into just a baby bird? Like, a caterpillar turning into a butterfly? Are you saying that this is a chrysalis step in the bird yeah. life cycle now? Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> the birds have evolved. No, not like that, they didn't. I feel like that's just inconvenient. <laughs> I feel like that's just bad evolution. Uh-huh. Are you looking up? No. Bird children? Nope. Not I can at hear all. you typing. <laughs> I don't know if they can hear you typing, but I can hear you typing. Uh, well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Is, Do you is that all for Ohio? Yeah. Do you want to talk about Connecticut now? <laughs> yeah, I do want to talk about Connecticut. I'll read it right from the sheet, actually. Uh, it says, Connecticut, they're eggs for bigger, more powerful That's birds. No, no, you wrote that there. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote that there. Get out of my document. 
Okay. This is you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he took advantage of the fact that the legend of Connecticut is tucked somewhere else. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> it says right there, Sid. You wrote it there. I can check the Google Doc edit history. <laughs> Last edit made seconds ago by Martin. There it is. They're eggs for bigger, more powerful birds. Get out. I mean, it's just, you know, Sid? Uh, I'm lightheaded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lightheaded. Do we, do we want to talk about Connecticut now? <laughs> sure. We can talk about Connecticut now. Oh, God. They're not eggs for bigger, more powerful birds. They could be. You are welcome to champion your theory. Well, if they're not eggs for bigger, more powerful birds, Sid, where did they go? Oftentimes into the woods. But after that, where are they now? Uh, Eight babies fought people in the area. Well, where are uh, they now, Sid? I don't know. Probably still in the woods somewhere. Maybe. Choosing violence every morning, like a cup of coffee. Maybe they're in the sky. No. <laughs> I'm not having the image of a melon head metamorphosizing into a bird and then flying they the fuck away. I'm not doing that. They don't metamorphosize. They hatch. They hatch. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Oh, no, I hate it. They have to have hands. You think they're cutting a doctor up with their feet? Their weird little bird feet? Look, there's hands and legs on the egg. You're saying they put hands on the egg? There's oh, hands, that's uncomfy. There's hands and legs that grow from the egg. It's first no. just an egg, then... That's just a body. You've just made a body. <laughs> You've just taken more steps. <laughs> there's... <laughs> there's... An egg, and then it's got hands and legs later, and then it hatch. And then it's a big, bigger, cooler, more powerful bird. A cooler, more power. I hate it. I hate it. The next step in birds. First dinosaurs, then that... birds. Now, kind of back no. to dinosaurs. No. This time, no, no, no. eggs have hands and feet. You've literally made egg to egg electric boogaloo. Like. <laughs> no. This is bird to. Uh, birds fly again. Bird to egg electric boogaloo? No. Uh, bird to. Uh, too fast to birdius. To birdius. <laughs> Bird to new egg to birdies. Yeah. Look, it's Good just there's, there's more bird. Let's talk about let's talk about Connecticut, please, because if we go one more second on birds, I'm gonna lose it. Okay. Well, um fair warning, there are birds in Connecticut, so like watch there out. There are birds in Connecticut. Watch but, out. Uh there are also melonheads in Connecticut. Uh especially southwest Connecticut. Uh for Fairfield County, New Haven County, uh that sort of area. Okay. So there's a couple different communities that have these tails. Uh, and then 
they go into like specifics. I was able to find like the specific counties that have it, but I'm not going to list them because it's a lot of them. Okay. Uh, and they all have names that are very much Connecticut. I don't know what it is about the state of Connecticut. I mean, no offense, but it just seems so English in a way. Like all of the all of the names seem like things that I would expect to see in an English city, like well, Southbury. There's a reason for that, Sid. It's because everyone there it's came from everyone England. Everyone there was English. Yeah, that's a good and point. And then they were like, uh, it's England too. We're doing it again, but now. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I don't... They're just they're very English county names. They all seem very, very posh, fancy. I don't know. Uh, like they should be having tea and crumping? Like, I'm pretty sure that's not the word. <laughs> It's the American I'm version. Sure. Crumping is a dance style. Yeah, it's the American I version. I go for a crumpet. Of crumpets? Are you trying to tell me that either Americans call crumpets crumping, or yeah, no, instead of crumpets, the English they just dance crump. style crumping they call crumping. <laughs> like, like the. I'm saying instead of um, having tea and a crumpet to go with it. They have tea and they crump. They do crumping. Is crump a thing that you can say with your word mouth? I hate that. I don't know. I don't know. I can look it up. You want me to look it up? Let's find out. No, thanks. Also, you should look up what a melon head looks like. I did, and they look like they have butts on their heads. They do. It, you uh, never told oh. me it was like two melons in one head. And it, it looks like look, a butt. Look, it does look like a butt. Uh, crumping is spelled with a K. Fun fact. Yeah, well... You know, that's just the Brits for you. Uh, there are lots of there are lots of dance styles that I just learned about. Uh, where is my melon head research? There it is. Uh, <laughs> no melon heads, only crumping. Got lost um, in the crumping. Absolutely lost in the sauce. Uh. I guess, okay, so for the Connecticut version, crumping aside, there are a few different legends here. Okay. Most of them fall under the same, like, line of Fairfield County was the location of an asylum for criminally insane that burned down, uh, which resulted with the death of all the staff, most of the patients with, like, a few inmates escaping, supposedly surviving and, like, living in the woods. Uh Okay. In this legend, it's these are adults, and it states that the melon head's appearance is the result of them resorting to cannibalism in order to survive the winters of the region, and to uh. inbreeding, which caused them to develop hydrocephalus. See, uh, I like this theory a lot more, actually. So there are retellings of this story that uh, change the asylum or the prison with like, like a business or like a campground, and I'm just gonna say, thinking of this legend with a campground is terrifying because that does just imply that like a camp burned down over the summer and like they never looked for the survivors <laughs> and went or like a place of business burned down and they didn't take like 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 just very like either like a, children like camp goers or usually children just going feral in the woods like well, immediately the thing is that like it kind of supposes or supposes that like 
I accidentally just portmanteaued supposes and proposes, which is not a word. Hell yeah. Um, Hell anyway, yeah. It kind of supposes that the people, wherever they were from, had, like, no logical thought, like, maybe let's follow this road. Like, just because the b- building burns down does not mean, like, like the whole still, society yeah. burns down. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, with so many places, like, even if you're camping on, like, the side of a river, you know? Like, there's a way you got there. Follow it. Yeah, I... Like, it makes... Like, I can't believe the first reaction is just to immediately go, like, it burns down and you don't even wait. You just run into the woods and go feral. Yeah, exactly. No hesitation. It kind of makes more sense to me that it would be, like, an asylum or something like that where people are... Not necessarily, like, crazy or anything like that. But, like, people in asylums are drugged up a lot. You know what I mean? And often we're, like, brought there, you know? So they wouldn't, like, know exactly how to get back or which way well, to I mean, go. Well, I mean, like, or usually if you're where at, they were, like, you know? Well, they're drugged up. Yeah, I mean, if it's a camp, I guess, like, if it's a camp or a business... If it's a camp, you're in the woods. Like, I would hope you'd know at least a little bit of survival skills. Also, why were you at camp in the fall? <laughs> well, if it's, that's a weird, that's a weird thing to do. If it's a camp or a business, like, there's no there's reason that I can get see. You. Well, not even that. It's like, there's no reason that I can see that you wouldn't follow logical thought of, like, there's a way that I got here. Like, just because our building or, like, campground burned... Like, this doesn't mean we just run off into the woods and do dumb shit. Like, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> why would there's you also do a bit that? with Like, if there's I a guess... way you got there and you have rational thought to be able to be like, okay, this is how I got here. Let's go back that way and see what we can find. Like, you know? I guess with an asylum, part of me is like, I understand why there's... it went like that. Just because if, if it's an asylum, it usually implies like you were sent there with no date of return, if that makes sense. So, like, yeah. if an asylum burns down, like, people will go and look. Yeah, especially, like, this is in the 1960s. Like, you'll send a search party out, but it'll be hard to find people because, like, they've just lost everything they ever knew, you know? And, but if it's a camp and if it's a business, I feel like there's, like, you expect people to come home from a business and, like, ch- parents send their children to camp. I feel like they're someone yeah. would find you. Like... Yeah, my, it just no, doesn't make any yeah, sense. The point I was they, making was like, yeah, there's a reason. Like, I can believe this would be an asylum because there is like some precedence to there not being an ability to have rational thought, and that's like not just because like you know I'm not saying like oh they're nuts you know they can't figure it out. I'm saying like in asylums a lot of the patients were drugged, a lot of the patients were like pretty much tortured until they were like actually insane. So like they're, yeah, they're yeah. not gonna know what's going on. Especially yeah. in the 1960s, yeah. Like if if your 60s... building burned down, that like it's all you ever known, and you're like off your fucking ass on some like zannies or whatever. Like, Jesus, <laughs> you just you're just zooting off into the woods, and no one's gonna fucking find you. Exactly. I've never heard oh. anyone use that as a verb before. What? Uh... <laughs> zooting? Yeah. Yeah, you just going. I'm looking up. Uh. Oh, Xanax was invented in the 1960s. Yeah, I fucking nailed it. Huh, I looked it up. I was curious. 
Uh oh, it's a guy. I'm distracted. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, they. Um, you know that that's what I'm saying. So, is there's like a pre- there's like some precedence for there not being like rational thought of those people, but like for a camper business, like they're probably not drugged up. You know. Like, also, you drove here. Like, if it's a business, you, you drove here. You got here somehow, and you know how to get back. Like, it's not just like end all be all. You know. Yeah. Imagine like a building burns down in a city, and then everyone's immediate response is to go absolutely feral. Yeah, it's like if my apartment complex burned down, and everyone decided, you know what, fuck it, I'm not gonna go to the road right next to the apartment complex. I'm gonna go in the woods across the street, and I'm gonna fucking go absolutely nuts and do cannibalism and inbreeding <laughs> for decades. Do cannibalism? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> you can say it like that. It's a crime commit cannibalism yeah i don't know do cannibalism uh there is are you searching that up no uh there is a second variation of the woods that the melon heads are descendants of a colonial era family from shelton trumbull who were banished after accusations of witchcraft uh so they retreated into the woods and the appearance of the melon heads is therefore a direct inbreeding uh, so then there's an allegation that the melon heads from this area prey upon humans who wander into their territory. Uh, individual retellings, of course, like modify mm-hmm. what town the family was from and like where they ended up, uh, based on the surrounding area. But it does just imply that this family went into the woods, was like, all right, this is like, it, this is it, and then just went full like wolf. In the fact that they will prey upon anyone who gets in their territory. It's kind of, that's kind of nuts. Yeah. And then, of course, this doesn't help by the fact that, like, a lot of the Connecticut-specific-based legends have, like, the inclusion of a rustic single-lane dirt road running through the territory of these guys. (laughs) It's very, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. thank you. So, like... They call one of the streets that this could happen on Dracula Drive. Oh shit! Yeah, so like, I know where there's I'm going. no. This is my spring break. There's no road. Uh, like it's not specifically called Dracula Drive. They just call the road Dracula Drive. Yeah. Uh, so there's a couple different roads that could possibly be, uh, this specific dracula drive so there's like edmunds road velvet street zion hill road uh roads around like a lake in fairfield marginal road jeremy swamp road and jeremy like any swamp road, road jeremy swamp road in south Burn. jeremy swamp road sorry yeah i guess just, there's... it's really good yeah so like just because connecticut has so many of these like secluded roads there's a ton of like bounce off legends that mm-hmm. are sort of similar to this, like uh, Danbury Frog People, Faceless People of Monroe, and the Mongoloid Village. You know, I feel like okay, we may talk about yeah. some of those. Well, one thing I wanted to mention was like we mentioned how Connecticut was like kind of like Britain, like just came over Britain here too. and like took yeah. the map of Britain and then just like printed it on Connecticut, um, and was like, we'll make it work. Um, yeah, but I'm kind of like, 
One of my thoughts is like maybe they had like all this spooky shit in Britain because it's like the oldest, nastiest country, you know? Did you just call Britain the oldest, nastiest country? Well, yeah, you know, okay, you think continue. about their history, it's all nasty. Um, it is nasty. Yeah, it's all nasty and old. So they were like, you know, they came over here and they started seeing, you know, new creepy, nasty stuff. They're like, oh shit. I'm just saying these British people were on the lookout for creepy, nasty stuff because they knew it, you know? Yeah, I guess. I mean, they got British big cats over there, like. Yeah, and they also just got ghosts of, like, a soldier from, like, the year 200. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they just got a lot of that. Ever read Hamlet? Shit's nuts. Uh, Yeah. Oh, that's Denmark, though. (laughs) It's okay. It's the same, kind of. It is not. (laughs) It was devised by a British person. How, you know, that's what I'm saying. Uh... Get those ideas from somewhere. Yeah. And it's I mean, it's the ghost that lived in Shakespeare's closet. I don't told him think to kill that his dad. Hamlet is like the most historically accurate possible thing. Look, he had a It's a fact. He had Given a ghost in his closet and told Hamlet. him to kill his dad. I mean, that's valid. Uh, you know what? I'd believe it. Shit. Life's already so goddamn weird. Yep. Uh yeah. No, time time is weird. <laughs> People are weird. Anyway, there's a lot of freaky stuff going on in Connecticut. We're yeah. definitely going to add that to our list of uh, our... I, I guess it's kind of like a hope, a hopeful journey of, at hopeful some point journey. of like Maybe. touring the U.S. and doing like a YouTube series on trying to find some shit. Um, Who knows? Hopefully, someday. We'll hopefully. add Connecticut to our stop. Good God, yeah, I'd love to go to Connecticut. I've never been, actually. Yeah? It's pretty close yeah. to me, actually. It's, see, I guess, like, I don't, I don't, like, I did travel a bit, but most of the time I just go north. Like, I just go to Canada and then exist up there. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I go to Canada because it's, I. it's hard for me, I guess, to justify travel in the way that if there's nothing for me there, I won't go. So, like, I traveled a lot for conventions. But, like, mm-hmm. other than that, I really didn't go much. Yeah. I went to Colorado and did, like, a National Parks tour up there. That's uh, fun. That was fun. But that's, like, the most traveling I think I've... That and California were probably, like, the most traveling I've ever done. Yeah, I do a lot of traveling just for the fucking sake of traveling. <laughs> yeah. I guess, like... I have a hard time packing, so traveling tends to be a bit hard for me. Yeah. I've been to... Fun fact about me, I've been to every state on the East Coast. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, My grandmother actually is one state away, I think, from finishing her every state in the United States. Oh, uh, shit. What's the box. last one? Is it North Dakota? Yeah. It's Oregon. Oh, fuck. If she saved North Dakota for last, they give you a t-shirt. Really? Yeah. That's so fun. Yeah, it's great. I love that. We may we may do that actually. You want to do that? Yeah, let's you want to go to North Dakota last and get a t-shirt? Yeah, let's get a t-shirt. Hell yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week's podcast. Absolutely. Um, episode on the Melonheads. If you'd like to hear more about us uh and talking about the Melonheads, where could they do that, Sid? Uh, well, if you want to interact with us uh as we record, we have a Twitter account. Uh, our Twitter account is at on cryptids. 
uh, on twitter.com and we post while we record our episodes we post when episodes drops and we post i guess like some cool fun cryptid content so if that's something you're interested in uh follow our twitter it's the best place to get updates on what we're doing uh it also notifies you when we go live on twitch and where can i find us there martin uh you can find us on twitch at twitch.tv slash the midcast t-h-e-m-y-d-c-a-s-t the midcast uh it's a cool party of uh two hours of us doing some gaming talking with you guys um and just generally having a good time last week we played some jackbox games uh with some other people on our network um yeah so yeah you can go uh tune into that and see what we were doing uh all there um hang out with us there yeah we got that we got that vod still up for you guys if you want to see that uh, yeah, and, and you can tune in from... this week as well. Yeah, the VOD from two weeks ago, I think, was me playing Overwatch for the first time, uh, which is yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> and if people tend to like content like that, we may look at branching out into a few different games. So if you have recommendations, uh, leave them for us either on our Twitter or somewhere we can find them, and we'll definitely be taking those into consideration. All right. Thank you yeah. all very much for listening, and until next time, we'll, we'll see, see y'all in the woods. woods.